Welcome to Metaphysical Soul Speak. I'm your host, Elena Fox-Starks. Hey guys, I hope that you're doing really well in the moment that you are listening to this. <laughs> in time and space, no matter the place. I hope that you are doing very well and you are able to exercise calm and patience and if you're in a situation where it's very uncalm maybe you're going through a disaster right now maybe you're scared of coronavirus or whatever I want you to learn how to cultivate how to become calm how to calm your mind just taking a deep breath once in a while that's part of it. Learning how to meditate, closing your eyes, looking at your third eye, and breathing. Trying to quiet your energy around you so that you can hear your own heartbeat. It's going to help if you can cultivate a sense of calm anytime you need. And when you're calm, you can cultivate patience. You can become more patient because you're calm inside. Because when you are panicking inside, patience just flew out the window. So when you're calm, you can be patient. When you're patient, that's when you are able to think more clear. And when you think more clearly, especially if you're in a situation that's a little tenuous at best, then you can think. So I mean, in, I mean, you could think, and then you could survive, right? So, basically, when you're calm, you can have patience. When you have patience, you're able to think. When you're able to think, that's when you're going to survive. Basically, we're not quite under a big crisis yet. I mean, only like five people have the virus and nobody outside of mainland China has died from coronavirus. Only people inside the country. Last I looked anyway. I had everything ready for the show today. I queued up all the websites I'm going to need. I was so excited. Everything was to you know ready to go, good to go. And Oh my God, six, no, oh my God, seven hours ago, the internet shut off, just shut off. And that was it. This big, crazy, dark cadet blue cloud just, it came over the sky. I don't know if you guys ever saw the original never ending story when the nothing comes, 
that's what it looked like. <laughs> the sky here looked like the nothing. And the whole sky was dark, 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 cadet blue or cadet gray, blue gray color, like a steel blue. And it was incredible. Like it was eerie and spooky. And my son and I were sitting here talking and then all of a sudden he's like, what the hell? The internet's not working. And I'm like, well, let me go check. And I, it, it just wasn't working. And then, and then we thought, well, maybe our landlord forgot to pay the bill. And we were thinking we better call him and see. And then all of a sudden the internet started to go on for like one minute and then it stopped. And then one minute, you know, an hour later, and it has been not working. It was not working for seven hours. And I'm so mad because I, I would have, I would have had this out to you guys by like four o'clock California time. And as we sit here now, it is seven o'clock California time. So didn't make my goal today. Wasn't my doing today. <laughs> and all day I was feeling very, very, very sleepy. Very, very, very tired. The whole time the internet was out, I felt like any moment I'm going to fall asleep. I slept 10 hours last night. That should not be the case. I should have been so sleepy. And I think it's because we were being bombarded by solar flares or solar winds or the supernova energy or I don't know what. It was something though. Um, something happened today. And I'm even feeling a little bit sleepy right now and while I'm talking and it's like crazy. I just ate. I just had some strawberries. You know, it's super fun. You know, it's, it's kind of, it was hot today. It was like 74 three degrees here where we are and the sun, the UV radiation here has been absolutely incredible as far as so powerful and strong, you know, um, normally like when it's six, then it takes like 30 minutes to burn or something like, or or 30 minutes to start to burn or something. And then went now where we are here, the UV radiation is 12 and see, for example, London or, you know, England in, you know, that part of the world always gets, um, six and once in a while in the summer, when it gets hot there, they get a seven where I live. I'm, I'm at a 12 for the UV radiation and it's been really powerful, strong and it's like in 20, well, okay. So like if normally you start to get a little bit burned in 30 minutes, it's like 15 minutes. You start to get burned here. But when you're a redhead like me, it's like eight minutes tops and you're going to be burned. And if I spent 30 minutes in the sun, I would have a severe, like third degree burn here. That's how bad it is. Now, Australia gets worse than us. Australia in the worst times, they can be at a 16 or 17 on the UV um, scale. So it was just crazy. I stood in the sun today for 30 seconds and my body's like, nope, that's it. You've gotten your vitamin D for the day. Normally redheads, we store it rapidly two to three minutes and that's all it takes. And we've got our vitamin D for like the next week or something. And today I was in the sun for 30 seconds. My body's like, nope, that's it. <laughs> I mean, it's like that strong. It's so strong. Anyway, the uh, solar wind speed yesterday was in the 300s. Today, it's 407.5. 
and um, there is a little uh, coronal hole and I don't think anything escaped today from it but remember in two days we will begin solar winds reaching earth or at least grazing the outer edge of earth I think it wasn't totally square on like it has been we do have a sunspot but it's still from the last the last time if you want to see an up-close picture of a sunspot on spaceweather.com they have one it's it's not terribly impressive just to be honest but I mean maybe it will be for you I've seen these <laughs> I've seen these in better pictures but it's pretty cool this guy had a backyard set up in Florida and he just was able to it's neat that he's able to take this picture actually and there's another um, picture of the not a very good one either today so it's up to you if you're really bored spaceweather.com is interesting today but you know today my, my son went out and he bought some fruit and he got that um, sparkling water we call it agua con gas <laughs> water with gas um, in the US I think we call it club soda <laughs> Here's just water with gas. And we chopped up um, strawberries and blackberries and put it in the water and watched. After the internet came back on, we did watch TV for like 40 minutes. And then I'm like, I gotta go do my show. So let me go do that. But we talked, like, it was fun. You know, we just sat here and talked and we had our little soda that we made out of <laughs> the sparkly water and the, you know, fruit and. Earlier we had yogurt and that we made, you know, just like Greek yogurt with fruit, made a smoothie and my son made it. My son's excellent. He's, he's like, has the best ideas for food and, and it's been a really awesome day. And then he took steak and he chopped it up in his food processor and he made his hamburgers out of steak. It was really good. I was like, what? And he put onions in it and bell pepper, chopped it up really fine and it was really cool is an idea he's tossing around his mind for two or three days so you know so we got to reconnect today and we ate good food and talked very deep about the universe and our lives and why things happen the way they happen and and we were talking about a lot of the things that we've been through we were talking about um things that uh other people we know right now are going through and we realized that patience is something that we all need something we all need and um, we also need preparation and you can't really if you're panicking you, you're not gonna be prepared so we were talking about how we could prepare and I did I got the idea earlier today in the morning that I would be doing the show today about how to prevent and kill any virus let alone the coronavirus, but all of the viruses, and uh, germs, microbial, fungi, mold, yeast, everything. How to kill all those things in your environment. I have a huge list. And I also, if we get, if we have time, I'm going to go over the foods that we need that will, we have some foods that will actually kill germs, and then some foods will just boost our immune system to the point where we can fight off any infection. So if you're extremely healthy and you get the coronavirus, you'll definitely have symptoms. What they found out is people that are already immune compromised and don't 
have a very healthy constitution are showing no symptoms and then they show the serious illness later. But no deaths outside of China, and I'm sorry for the deaths inside of China, but 4,500 people there are infected. Japan and Germany reported their first, and so did France, and so did the United States now has uh, like four or five people. So it's not, I mean, it's, it's not a terrible emergency, but it's something that could easily become a very bad emergency. So we're going to get together tonight and I'm going to tell you guys all these ideas, all these things that I've been knowing my whole life, but I put together a list and I swear I did a show like this last year and I can't remember, but if I did or didn't, if I didn't, it's something I always meant to do. So we're going to go over some ideas so that you don't have to panic, that you can be calm and you can be patient and you can just go down the list. You could write this list for yourself and go out and get as many of the things as you can um, as soon as you can the next few days and have these things on hand. And then maybe if something you know, were to happen, you would be at least prepared in this one way. You know, go out and get some canned food, go get some rice, get some beans. Oatmeal is excellent. Um, and just put it in a, a container that, you know, like is waterproof, right? So oatmeal, um, you can soak oatmeal in water overnight and in the morning it's ready You just eat it. You don't have to even uh, apply heat to it. So if you were absolutely um, strapped and you had no heat, you know, you were really, um, you need some kind of quick, you know, uh, carbs <laughs> to get you quick energy. Um, oatmeal is really good for that. Even like the harder rolled oats, not the heavy duty, not the Irish ones. I don't know about that, but the ones are a little bit more the whole grain. You could put that in water and just soak it overnight and it, by the morning you'll have the ability to eat it even if you don't have fire or a way to cook. So we're going to go over more. We're going to go over some stuff that's going to help. But, um, you know, start planning now. You know, are you ready right this moment if tomorrow something happened and they said, sorry, you're on lockdown, you got to stay in your house and you can't leave for 30 whole days. Do you have 30 days worth of water, worth of toilet paper, worth of moisturizer and eye drops and medicine? You know, it's just that survival thing. You gotta make sure you're able to take care of yourself. Do you have um, emergency food? Do you have food that you can ration? Do you have a way to wash your dishes? In the event of something, do you have a way to wash your body if your water gets shut off or your pipes freeze? Like, you gotta think about this stuff. Baby wipes are super handy. So if you get um, baby wipes to wipe your body, clean your body, that's, you know, <laughs> it, that could become your shower. Like when we had the riots and we didn't have electricity for a while, we were like, oh man. And I, I went out and I got baby wipes. <laughs> And it was, it was like, oh, wow, okay, that was an easy shower. We didn't have water for a while. We had power. Um, I think our power was cut off for a couple hours one day, but we didn't have water for a couple days. It was crazy. 
or we had water, but we didn't have hot water. I can't remember. It was one of the two things. Like, and it was too cold. I was like, no, I'm not going to take a shower in this. But, um, you got to be prepared for anything. So we're going to try to get you more prepared tonight. The, uh, neutron counts, which is cosmic radiation coming out of Ulu, Finland is high today. It's plus 9.6% of the space age average, which is, um, since they started in the sixties monitoring this until today. So, um, remember yesterday we only had four fireballs today, 14 fireballs over the United States were, was, uh, seen trying to think here. Is there anything else? I don't think there's anything else. They just said there's no significant equatorial coronal holes on the earth facing side of the sun today. So not a whole lot. I looked at this picture of the sun though. This is, I don't know if you're going to be able to see it or not, but it looks like a cat face in the sun. It's very strange. I don't know. Sometimes I can see faces and things and that just was a little weird. Okay. I keep getting a feeling that someone is touching my arm. Is there someone here? No, no, it's just probably my Kundalini. <laughs> uh, my bones were rattling again today. My knee inside my leg felt like there was a cell phone on vibrate inside my knee. <laughs> it was just like, just rattling away. It was very, very weird. I don't know why that happens, but <laughs> I've been having another thing, a symptom I've been having besides being extremely tired is extremely, um, dry and itchy eyes that have been very much burning, like really like searing burning. I thought there was maybe volcanic ash in the air. When I looked at the counts, it was like only 2%, two and a half percent which was nothing. And I'm like, and it looked clear, but I wasn't sure, but my eyes were burning like horribly. Like if you ever chopped onions and then you held onions directly under your eyes, that's what I felt like for about an hour today, right after, after the internet went out. It was very strange. No, it doesn't have anything to do with the internet, but it's very weird. It's like all this stuff happening at once. I'm like, uh, I don't know if I can handle it. I want to take a nap or something. You know, I didn't, but it was just like, if I lay down, if I reset my world, and if I wake up in 30 minutes, I will have hopped a timeline to safety <laughs> where my eyes feel good and the internet works. <laughs> yeah, I could do my show. <laughs> but anyway, um, disclosure news today uh, at 8 a.m. They said, once again, at 1 UTC, there was an opening with a series of movements, which lasted 20 minutes, reached maximum at power 34. These were followed again by a period of minor changes until from 5 to 7, there was what so far was the most powerful movement of the day, 47. And then underneath that, there's, there's a notation. They said, yesterday, the maximum value for the A1 apparatus has been 63 while for the a2 I guess apparatus it was 74 so they wanted to upgrade 
yesterday's when it was up to 74 so it's there's something going on right three uh, 13 o'clock um <laughs> it says uh from nine to ten we had probably the most intense part of today shortly after nine we had a further increase in amplitude up to power 54 that's like hertz frequency and shortly after peak to 29 calm from 11 utc and then the 1700 evening report again was calm so the big news coming out of today out of italy is 54 but yesterday was 74 so i'm checking it again to make sure yeah that's what it says so all right there we go um and here i am i'm tired i'm yachting this is terrible terrible it, it's i don't know oh i just feel like we're being like overrun by energy and it might be um solar winds hitting us now so what it kind of feels like to me i keep getting hot and cold hot and cold hot and cold so there's some energetic changes going on right now the sky right after that weird cadet blue knocked out the came over us like a magnetic cloud and knocked out all the internet at right after that happened um maybe two three hours later the sky turned to periwinkle blue and sometimes it looked like just the sky itself was that color and then once in a while the clouds would break up and you could see the sky behind was a baby blue so it's a dark periwinkle again it was beautiful but very eerie it was very strange like i just felt like there's something in the clouds somehow all right uh heart math institute all right now this is really fun uh <laughs> at 1600 hours yesterday hulului south africa was at 420 420 uh, hertz frequency on the schumann resonance scale i thought that was interesting all right so now we'll jump on into today california started off at 28 hertz frequency at midnight and by 5 a.m they were at 32 hertz frequency and Hofuf Saudi Arabia was at zero all the way across never had a change for the whole day Lithuania started off at 70 Hertz frequency at midnight and they went up to 71 by 5 a.m. Alberta Canada started off at 38 Hertz frequency and they went up to 46 Hertz frequency by 5 a.m. In Northland, New Zealand, their uh, initial value at midnight was 50 Hertz frequency. And by 5 a.m., they were 48 Hertz frequency. And last but not least, and here's the one, it's coming down from that high of 420. <laughs> Uh, not intended but <laughs> always appreciated right <laughs> so in Hulului South Africa at midnight they start off at 363 Hertz frequency and by 5 a.m. they were already down to 244 Hertz frequency on the Schumann resonance scale so I could barely suddenly keep my eyes open this is so strange have you guys had that where all of a sudden you just were like, ooh, cosmic nap time? 
and your eyes are itchy and I've had that gunk, that gookily ugh. It's like I was asleep for hours and you know how you get that sleep in your eyes? It's kind of hard and crusty and then you get that goopy stuff. And it's like, I've been like that all afternoon. I woke up with it, but wiped everything away, cleansed my face. Everything was fine. And a couple hours go by and all of a sudden my eyes are just like, I've been sleeping another eight hours or something. It was very, very weird. And right now it's like, I feel like I'm about to fall asleep. Right before I started the show, I was feeling very cold and I put on a sweater and five seconds later I was burning up and felt like I was too, too hot. And I've been vacillating between the hot and the cold. So that's a current, I guess you want to call it an ascension symptom. Be my guest. Cause that might be exactly what it is. That's one of the weird things that's been happening today. So All right, you guys, in A Course in Miracles, we are already on a new section of lessons. So, woohoo for us, we're on lesson 221, and this is what it is. Peace to my mind, let all my thoughts be still. Peace to my mind, let all my thoughts be still still. Father, I come to you today to seek the peace that you alone can give. I come in silence in the quiet of my heart, the deep recesses of my mind. I wait and listen for your voice. My Father, speak to me today. I come to hear your voice in silence and in certainty and love. You will hear my call and answer me. And then the second paragraph, this is a very short one. It goes into um, the uh, second paragraph. And there was in the beginning of this, between the review and this lesson, by the way, there were a couple pages you might want to read. So go get an ACIM um, app, A Course in Miracles app, or ACIM.org on the internet. It's actually worth your time to go through and read what all the lessons say and the in-between stuff and the introduction and also the, um, uh, what do you call it? Uh, there's like a manual that comes with it in addition. I don't know if it's on the apps, but find an app that has it and you could read it all. It'll help you. Something weird just happened underneath my, I'm sitting on my bed cross-legged and something underneath my leg. I don't know how to explain it. It feels almost like Kundalini, but in my legs. It felt like an engine starting up. Yeah, I feel it right now. I feel like there's an engine underneath me starting up, like I'm getting ready to take off. Oh my God, let me float. Let me float today. This is awesome. Yay. <laughs> I do believe in fairies. I do. I do. Okay, that didn't work, but I do. <laughs> I just want to float. I want to fly around. It's going to be super fun if this ever happens, but I don't know what ha- what's happening right now. Is my Merkaba being activated? I think that's what it is. The lower part of my Merkaba is being activated. Oh, oh, I feel really woozy and a little bit nauseated suddenly. Oh, it's so fun when it happens in real time, right on the show. Oh, wow. 
Well, what are you guys feeling? I want to hear from you. I'll put it on the air what you're feeling. I won't say your name if you don't want me to, but I will if that's okay. Anyway, the second part of lesson 221 is now do we wait in quiet? God is here. Because we wait together, I am sure that he will speak to you and you will hear. Accept my confidence for it is yours. Our minds are joined. We wait with one intent to hear our Father's answer to our call, to let our thoughts be still and find his peace, to hear him speak to us of what we are and to reveal himself unto his son. So that, there you go. And yeah, I'm feeling like there's like a, like a revved up engine underneath my butt. <laughs> like underneath me, underneath my, like I'm sitting on a platform is what it feels like. I'm just sitting on the bed, but it feels like I'm on a platform of some sort. Now I got cold again, hot and cold, hot and cold, hot and cold. This is crazy, you guys. I've been I've been taking magnesium every day. Started taking brewer's yeast tablets every day. I've been feeling a lot more energy and vibrant and good. And then now I just feel really tired and sleepy. And I feel like my body's about to catapult off the bed by some unseen engine that I can't see. <laughs> oh, I don't know what to make of it. I know it's some kind of ascension symptom. Anyway, I'm going to take a quick break, and when I come back, I don't even have a good title for this episode yet, but (laughs) what we're going to talk about is how to kill germs, basically, how to kill viruses, how to take care of yourself, and all the things I mentioned earlier. So we're going to get to that, but first this message and I'll be right back. All right, guys, this list is going to be a little bit unconventional or depending on who you are, maybe a lot bit (laughs) unconventional, but we're going to talk about what will kill viruses. Now, usually if it will kill viruses, it's definitely going to cause harm to most other agents like bacteria. If it kills viruses, bacteria is history. Now, if it kills bacteria, it may or may not kill viruses. So if you get something that says antibacterial, like soap, that doesn't mean antiviral soap, right? So we're going to go over some of this stuff and hopefully I remember all the articles I read earlier today, seven hours ago, (laughs) when I was getting ready to record, I did all this research and then all of a sudden, bam, no internet. Okay. Okay. So the first thing on the list is UVC light wand. Now normal UV light from the sun As I mentioned in the first half of the show, it's very, very, very dangerous sometimes. UVA light can give you skin cancer and even cause cataracts in your eyes. And the UVB light, 
um, is a little bit better, but not much. And um, UVC light, however, it actually does not harm your eyes or your skin. But what it does do is UVC light or far UVC, it's sometimes called, will break the molecular bonds in viruses and basically just break them. They shatters them. So if you look on the internet, probably on Amazon or eBay or somewhere, maybe just do a Google search. You can find a private uh, website maybe. And they sell a UVC light wand and UVC light when it's held over a surface like your pillow or your bedding, your clothing, um, it was just held over a surface, I think for like a 30 seconds or something. It actually has been known to kill dust mites, viruses, bed bugs, bacteria, mold, and fungi. Not a fun guy, but fungus among us. <laughs> so a UVC light wand would not be a bad item to have on hand. It's just one of those prepared preparedness things. I saw one on sale for $70. I can't remember the name of it right now, but it might be something, you know, worth researching a little bit more. So UVC light wand, number one. Number two, uh, rife frequency. Remember I did a whole episode last year on the Zap or the Z app about Rife, Royal Rife and his frequencies. He spent 20 something years, um, Royal Rife, uh, just researching what will shatter the outer walls of viruses. Viruses are very small. And he even discovered that, um, when someone has cancer, that there's also viruses attached somehow and it's a virus as well. So you could shatter the virus that causes cancer and then you will be cancer free, right? And I think only recently, like in the past year or two, I heard a couple articles or saw a couple articles that say cancer is caused by a virus. And it's like, well, no shite, Sherlock. Uh, Royal Rife discovered that back in the days of black and white photography without color photography. So what was that? In the 50s or something. You know, so I did a whole show on it and I can't remember what year, you know, but he was really intelligent and he had this idea, sound waves can heal. Well, guess what? They can. Now the Z app, they're doing some new something to it. So you can't really download it right now. Or if you do, if you do, you can't really use it. So there might be a couple more different, uh, rife frequency generators out there with the names of the diseases. The Z app was really good, but if you can't find a good app, go to YouTube. There's a, um, a channel called frequency heals, just H E A L S. And they took this from spooky com. S P O O K Y com. Two is just the number two spooky two, like spooky to rife. And Rife Frequency Heals. So they have it for everything. You know, if you just go to this web channel 
on YouTube. Um, the sound waves will be so much that it will shatter the, the nuclei of bacteria or the outer walls of viruses and it just can't function. It, it just, when two vibrations harmonize perfectly, they, um, will shatter just like when the wind matches the vibration of the metal in the bridges, bridges collapse. It's only happened a couple times in human history or well, our modern human history. And it's crazy, right? That like two things can just like shatter each other like that when the sound, the sonic energy is right, but sound waves can heal you and they can also harm you. Right? So this guy's research, it's been well known and you can use this information yourself to heal anything and everything. So we don't know exactly what the frequency is that will kill the coronavirus, but we do know that, you know, there's a lot of proof, a lot of scientific research had been done on this that you could kill. So you could kill viruses and bacteria and anything. You could even relax your muscles. You could do a lot of neat things with the rife. The one thing I don't like about it, uh, about the apps or even about the YouTube channel is the frequencies are so annoying. So put on some headphones, turn it on and, you know, put something else on your headphones so you don't have to hear it <laughs> and just let it uh, do its work in your body. Now, this is a really, really, the next one, number three, which I didn't really number these, but the next one on the list is very interesting at all. Uh, um, overall, this one of most interesting things. Oh, and by the way, the UVC, um, light, there was some research that you might want to, if you're interested in checking that out would be on interestingengineering.com. So that's a website where I read about, uh, UVC far UVC light specifically. So the next one is copper. Now this one's really interesting. I heard that copper will kill superbugs when it's just there. So if a virus lands on a copper counter, it's within two hours, it will be dead. It's a very powerful metal <laughs> and it just doesn't have to be activated. doesn't have to be wet or anything. It's just an antiviral antibacterial copper is awesome. So there is a blanket called the Aurora that's being sold on Kickstarter right now. And it's, um, pretty cool. I mean, let's see here. I had this queued up. The one thing is it would be shipped in March from April. I mean, from, oh my God, why did I say April? I think I just, I looked and I saw the word April. Okay. <laughs> it will be shipped in March from Asia and that's where the virus is. So, I mean, you know, it's up to you, but there are other copper blankets, not just this one. Just make sure whatever you get, that's not being shipped from China. Now this one I think is being shipped from Singapore, but it says like HK. And I think that means, I don't even know what that means. Hong Kong dollars. I don't know. Look it up because I honestly don't know what the currency is over there in Singapore, but this is a self-cleaning weighted blanket for better sleep. 
It has copper infused fabrics that will heal and cleanse and it literally will heal itself from any viruses that land on it and it'll keep you safe every night and says snuggle the stress away while copper infused fabrics heal and cleanse you and so i thought this was very interesting it's for if you're anxious tired overworked um it has pressure point precision it it stimulates pressure points to improve your sleep your mood and relaxation and it feels like somebody is hugging you but uh some of the preliminary people who got it the reviews are that they will actually um they feel like if they they don't get too hot they don't get overwhelmingly hot they feel nice and cool says blanket will keep the heat in when it's cold and it will release it when it's not apparently and it is proven scientifically to decrease your cortisol levels that are linked to stress now if you have something like this in your life you're less likely to get sick if you don't have that cortisol level ramped up super high and this blanket also promotes serotonin and and melatonin production for a deep restful sleep because of the pressure points it's also of course anti-microbial copper threads do resist the bacteria mold viruses fungi yeast and all that so it's hypoallergenic and it's it's kind of like a silver color and it's velvet so oh my god (laughs) and the blanket itself it's like around 99 dollars right now for the kickstarter campaign and depending on what weight you need um because it should be a little bit heavier if you're heavier the blanket should be heavier it should be so anyway they, they, they explain on the website but it looks really interesting i wanted to buy one and have it sent to my oldest kid so I have to find out what country this is in (laughs) and say hey don't bother sending it if your whole city is infected or something with the coronavirus but I mean the blanket itself would actually kill it and would be fine but I'm worried about the outer box (laughs) um so I thought that was interesting now let's see the second thing, or the, or the second thing, the next thing, so that's like one, two, three, four, that's the fourth thing, colloidal silver. Now, silver kills everything that copper kills, but it has to be wet. Isn't that weird? Silver has to be wet. So, colloidal silver is, honestly, you can make it yourself, but it's kind of a, I don't know, it's kind of a weird process. It's I'm not an engineer. If you're really mechanical and you're an engineer for you, it'd be like, well, this is easy. You could go on the internet, find the plans to uh, make a colloidal silver generator for free. It's actually not too hard. You could buy a colloidal silver generator and then you buy a silver coin and you could make colloidal silver all day long. Or you could just go to the health food store and, you know, bite the bullet and buy the $20 bottle or the $30 bottle, whatever it costs. And you're only going to use a few drops at a time anyway. You put a couple drops under your tongue or in a glass of water. I would say three to five drops a day if you're not sick at all, um, but you want to prevent anything. If you feel like maybe possibly you were exposed to something, three to five drops in a glass of water until the danger passes. 
And if you are sick, they have, it depends on the bottle though. So we have to look at how many parts per million the silver is inside the water. And you have to also see, um, what the bottle itself says, but sometimes it's up to 15 drops, but depends. Most health food stores in the United States do have and carry colloidal silver. Now don't drink out, don't freak out and drink a whole bunch of this. You will turn blue. And I did do an episode last year about blue people. (laughs) And, um, I actually saw a guy walking around and he was like a weird purpley silver blue and shocking blonde hair. It was one of the weirdest things I'd ever seen in my life. And it was like one morning I wasn't actually high. <laughs> I, one morning I didn't actually wake and bake because I was going to go eat first and then and then smoke. And I was like, dude, really the one day I don't smoke. And it, it's like I'm already seeing things. And my kids are like, no, no, I see it too. It's That guy's really there and he's really smurfing it up. <laughs> he was really blue. But so don't freak out. I mean, in fact, too much of it can hurt your body. So just go with what the manufacturer says on the bottle. But colloidal silver is really, really good for you. Hydrogen peroxide, food grade hydrogen peroxide. I don't recommend um, actually drinking this ever. Don't drink it ever. You could put a couple you know, if you're very sick, you could put a couple drops in a glass of juice or water and drink it down, but it can make you very nauseated. If you take too much of it, it can kill you. It's very, very dangerous. It's very good to put in a spray bottle and spray all of your surfaces down and just let it sit and let it dry on its own. Um, that won't harm your environment. It, you know, won't harm you. Just let it dry and it'll be fine. But if you put it like on your door handles and your, you know, your everywhere you touch, you know, you could, so if you don't like the smell of Lysol and that just seems to yuck for you, it's too chemically. I don't like, uh, using Lysol too often. Although I will, if you know, we're sick here, we'll, I'll go through and I'll, I'll spray I'll start with the outside door handle and do the inside of the door handle. All of the handles, like from cupboards to the refrigerator to um, all the doors, bedroom doors, uh, phone, uh, keyboards, um, you know, to do keyboards, though, don't spray anything directly on your keyboard or your phones. You spray it on a soft cloth and then wipe it really fast before the cloth dries and just let it, you know, sit. But, um, door handles, uh, toilet flushing handles, uh, anywhere where your hands are going to touch, uh, the handles to all of your sinks and, and the outer sinks, everything, just spray it down with hydrogen peroxide. But we have other things if you don't want to use that because it's kind of expensive and it's a little bit dangerous. Like if kids or dogs get near it, I wouldn't trust it, you know, that much. So I would say use it for cleaning only, cleaning the surfaces. So rubbing alcohol is another one. It smells weird, but what it does is it denatures the protein and therefore damages the cell walls in viruses and also in all microbes, including bacteria. So rubbing alcohol is another one, and it's almost like an instantaneous. You know, I think the hydrogen peroxide takes a little bit longer, like if, like 10 minutes or something. But um, 
you know, rubbing alcohol is a little bit faster. Isopropyl rubbing alcohol, again, not safe around kids or dogs if they were to drink it or something, but if you spray something down really fast, it's a pretty volatile thing. It will kill whatever it comes in contact with, and then it will fly away up into the air. It evaporates really, really quick, and that's what volatile means in this case. So just keep your windows open, spray everything down with uh, rubbing alcohol, and that might be enough to kill most things, right? Okay, so the next thing I wanted to talk about Speaking of alcohol is rubbing your hands with hand sanitizers. It does not kill all viruses. It does not kill all viruses. Okay. It has to have a minimum of 60 to 80% alcohol in it. And you have to be very, very careful. Again, definitely keep it away from kids. It can kill them. It can make them act weird. Like they're drunk and then they die. Can, you know, if they drink a whole bottle of you know, like hand sanitizer from your backpack or something, it's yuck. It's just yuck. But, um, you know, just put it on their hands, make sure they never drink it, then yeah, not a problem. But got to make sure you watch the kids and the dogs around some of the stuff. But it does, um, it will kill a lot of stuff in a pinch, but don't rely on it solely. Um, alcohol, what about actual alcohol? Beer. <laughs> beer, liquor, and all that. Okay. So when it comes to alcohol, red wine is one of the top, um, winners as far as killing germs in a study. Uh, where did I find that? I'm looking here. I had this queued up. Um, the enzymes in wine can stimulate the stomach enzymes, which helps to break down food. But, and then it has something about, okay, it's not the wine one. Let's see, what did I do with the wine one? I had a lot that said whiskey and wine. So, is this the one? Darn it. No, this is the one for the whiskey. Hold on. (laughs) We're going to get to the whiskey in a minute. Um, Maybe I didn't keep that one up. Okay, it doesn't look like I did. So, basically, wine can also, it's got... um, I want to say it's egregic acid. Uh, it's an acid that begins with the E. Anyway, it not only helps you break down your food, but it also helps you to, um, it can kill whatever it comes in contact with. I don't recommend having, you know, like two balls of wine at dinner. No. One glass, maybe two glasses. If you share, if you're on a date and you share a bottle, that's two glasses each. And that's plenty. It's more than enough, but one glass a day is better for you. Um, you know, if you're trying to prevent germs, but again, it's got a lot of sugar in it. Wine isn't perfect. So if you're wondering about it now, as far as vodka, as long as it's 40% alcohol, which is what most vodkas are, it will kill all the bacteria in your mouth in one minute. So you could make a mouthwash, but it didn't, it doesn't say that it kills, uh, viruses. Okay. But it will kill bacteria with mouthwash, uh, with vodka. You just put, um, you could probably put, uh, the outer rinds, not the white part, but just the orange part of, um, oranges to make like an orange mouthwash or, um, cause that's where the essential oil is. You could do it with lime, but it'd be super bitter and maybe not make you smell very good after it would be weird 
but you can do essential oils like uh, tea tree. I highly recommend that. Um, lavender, but they might not taste the best, but your breath will, um, pine, not pine. Don't do pine. Sorry. Peppermint is what I was trying to say. Any mint spearmint is softer. Won't hurt your, your mouth won't be like, but if you feel like, um, just to have it on hand and don't do it every day. But if you really feel like today's the day, my mouth is super germy when I woke up, that might be something that you do. As long as you swish around your mouth for one minute, it will kill all the bacteria there. And it might help you out in a pinch. Um, as far as whiskey is concerned, I have on um, galoremag.com. They say that um, uh, a whiskey drink such as a hot toddy can temporarily relieve you of all of your cold symptoms. Okay, so it alleviates pain and heals your body temporarily from a harsh cold. So if you do feel like, and, and again, don't drink a ton, just drink like a shot of it, like a little small whiskey highball glass, just, you know, obviously don't fill it to the top. <laughs> whiskey needs to breathe, you know, it's whiskey, but it won't actually or necessarily uh, fight the virus in your body, but warm alcohol can dilate your blood vessels and make it easier for your mucous membranes to then better deal with an infection. So you could do a hot toddy, which also has lemon and honey, which is traditional for uh, colds and flu and also traditional foods to eat when you are sick. There's some, we're going to go over foods if we have time, but if you don't like hot toddies, you can also do a whiskey chai or there's an old Irish cure. If you want to look it up, it's on galoremag.com forward slash drinking dash whiskey dash actually dash cure dash winter dash cold. I'll say it without the dashes, but know that there's a little dash in between every single word. Galore mag, dot com forward slash drinking whiskey actually cure winter cold. <laughs> I thought that was pretty cool, actually. All right. Um, according to culture, theculturetrip.com, they say, amazingly, whiskey can kill infection-causing bacteria, which no other spirit does. So if you have uh, ice and it has staphylococcus in it, you, no one knows that, and they give you staphylococcus ice and you put, over, you know, put in your whiskey, the whiskey will actually kill it. So that's interesting, right? The medical journal Springer published a daily study. I mean, published a study which showed that whiskey kills common bacteria found in bar ice, such as staphylococcus. I just said that staphylococcus, uh, responsible for some forms of skin infection and food poisoning, pseudonomas, which can cause skin and lung infections. So it says, yeah, if you order a whiskey neat, you don't even have to deal with the ice and it will actually, it's good for you. Um, what's good with whiskey? There's enzymes found in whiskey that help to stimulate your stomach enzymes and it also helps to break down food. So that's the same thing as, uh, wine. Oh, I said that about wine. That's it's, that was about whiskey. Sorry about that, but it's the same thing. But whiskey, a double whiskey will contain 105 calories. Red wine is 160 calories. So whiskey is like low. There's like no fat and it's low calories. It's very much better for you. It's actually health producing, which is kind of strange, right? But as an Irish Scotch person, I have to promote it. 
not really. And if you're an alcoholic, just ignore the last three suggestions. Yeah. Okay. Um, there is something you need to know though. I mean, if you drink, I mean, I, for the, um, vodka, I recommend it just once in a while. If you feel yucky, just to swish around your mouth and then spit out, especially if it has all the bacteria in it, right? Yeah. Spit it out. But there's a couple of cautions here. If you drink too much alcohol, you're going to harm the bacteria in your gut and it does lower your immune system. It will put you at risk. Um, is if you're driving, it could put you at risk for accidents if you get drunk, so don't do that. And also alcoholism is always a risk. Um, it could put you in dangerous situations with impaired judgment. So I'm not recommending alcohol overall for any of this, but it's like, if you have it on hand, you know, you got a little bit of whiskey. I mean, keep it for emergencies. Like if you get sick, just a shot a night, you know, heat it up Add, you know, lemon and honey, you know, don't heat up too much. You, you still need the alcohol in it, but it is not, you know, it, it's, it's something that can actually help. All right. So, and uh, yeah, I put here a caution for kids and pets against all alcohol and especially rubbing alcohol is more dangerous around kids and pets. Um, there's a fire risk while the rubbing alcohol is wet on the counters. Um, you know, if it's near an open flame, it can catch fire. So be careful. Um, it says, and, and also if you ingest isopropyl rubbing alcohol, you could go blind from it. But if you have a toe fungus, you can soak your toe for 10 minutes a night, every night for two weeks. And, uh, it'll go away because the rubbing alcohol. So, I mean, just be careful with it. Just, you know, go to heartfully or health. I'm sorry. It's not heartfully. It's healthfully. H E A L T H fully F U L L Y.com. They look like a really neat website anyway. And they talked about all the different things you could do with rubbing alcohol. I thought that was interesting. Um, okay. So bleach kills viruses by oxidizing them. Now bleach, let's see if there's another thing. Um, I mean, it can even, it can kill MERS, uh, staphylococcus, influenza, and even HIV, you know, sexually transmitted diseases. So, um, when sodium hypochlorite, which is what bleach is, comes in contact with viruses, bacteria, mold, or fungi, it oxidizes molecules in the cells of the germs and thereby kills them, which is really cool. So I'm going to tell you something really weird that I did. I had, there was a problem with our water and they shut it off for a couple days. And during this time, mold grew in all of the pipes which has been an ongoing issue now since we've lived here. And we, um, left the house for like a couple hours. We came back and the whole house smelled like mold, which when we left, we don't think it did. We might've, we might've been used to it, which is terrible, right? We left, we came back like, Ew, what's this horrible smell? And I sat there and I thought about it for a minute. I opened all the windows, first of all. And I came up with this weird thing that I did and it worked. I took a normal, um, just like a rag, like a, like a cut up towel. And I, the, the sink was clean. So I, you know, that was already deep disinfected. 
and I put the, um, cause I disinfected it. And then I put this rag at the bottom of the sink and I poured hot water that I made with my coffee pot. So it's hotter than the hot water coming out of the tap. And I just poured hot water on it. And then I poured bleach on it and I waited till it was cool enough for me to handle touching. And I wrung it out as much as I possibly could. And not only did I wipe down all the counters and the surfaces, and then I, you know, I did that again with the hot water and the bleach in the sink and wrung it out again. And then I swung it (laughs) all through the air and it killed everything. And we did not smell like mold anymore in here, like at all. And it smelled clean and it was, it, it felt better afterwards. Of course, we kept the windows open because smelling bleach is just yucky. Again, watch the kids and the pets around it. But it does, it, it is really good um, to run a mop with bleach over your uh, floors that won't stain. Don't do it near any upholstery that will stain. But um, bleach is, is helpful. It's one of those things that does actually kill the stuff. So... Now, to a lesser extent, you know, if you have nothing and there's no immediate threat of something massive like coronavirus, but you just want to make sure that you just don't get the common cold and you want to just always have something going in your house that's going to be healthy for your kids, get like a honey candle or um, uh, like a soy candle is another alternative. Not any candles are like made in China because they might have lead in them. Uh, don't get any candles that are just like from the grocery store, go to the health food store, get the candles that are high quality, but, um, you can use aromatherapy with candles. You could get aromatherapy candles, especially eucalyptus orange or thyme, and it will kill the germs. Now, another thing you do with aromatherapy is you could get an aromatherapy lamp that you plug into the wall socket directly. And there's like a little pad and you just put a couple drops of aromatherapy and it will diffuse. It's an aromatherapy diffuser. It'll diffuse it throughout your air. And as it does so, it will kill germs. Tea tree oil is the number one for killing viruses and germs. And it, I think it has been known to uh, kill off staphylococcus as well and streptococcus as well. So if you have strep throat, <laughs> go ahead and plug that in and give it a whirl. But um, cedar oil is very good. Another one, and then your house will smell like a log cabin, so (laughs) bonus. Lavender will help you sleep, but also help you wake up if you're too tired. And there's many others, though. Pick the one that you like the most. But tea tree oil, I think, number one, especially if someone in your household is sick. Now, if you're not, you could use all the other flavors. (laughs) Um, Like, you know, orange helps orange blossom or orange uh, essential oil releases uh depression it lifts your mood um lang lang will get you in a sexy mood if you're with your lover or you don't have kids yet and you want to make them (laughs) maybe lang lang might be the way to go lang lang mixed with rose essential oil and orange essential oil it's one of my secret ingredients or my secret recipes as an aphrodisiac uh scent so i didn't give you the formula exactly but you can figure out your own uh, from those ingredients. Those are the ingredients. So, um, let's see, by the way, uh, cedar oil will kill bed bugs as well. If you mix it with a little bit of vodka and spray it on your bed in case you have bed bugs, it will also kill germs. So cedar is 
awesome for it. Um, you might want to keep a window open if you're asthmatic or sensitive to cedar wood oil or eucalyptus also can work for killing. Um, you could do the same thing with eucalyptus. Um, in a pinch I have in my, in the past, I have gotten those, um, little, uh, sugar cubes and you put in, um, three drops of eucalyptus essential oil in them and just let them slowly dissolve in your mouth and then, you know, chase it with the water chaser. That, um, has actually gotten me over colds just so rapidly. So, um, and it does kill viruses as well. Um, I don't know if it will kill the coronavirus, so I can't really say that it would definitely will because I don't know, but it has been known to kill viruses and bacteria in the past. So there are other things you need to do. You need to keep your, your, um, floors excessively clean during cold and flu season, especially now with the looming threat of, well, you know what? So keep your floors clean because viruses are heavy. They're small and they're heavy. They're very dense. And so they will fall to your floor. Don't put a baby down on the floor and crawl around on the floor with your baby, unless your floors are really clean. Don't get on the floor, roll around with your dog or your cat, unless your floors are really clean. And if your cat or dog is rolling around on the floor and then jumps up on your bed, guess what they just brought to you? Hey mommy, look, I found me, I found you a virus. <laughs> yeah, be very careful with your floors because that's where they all land. Now there's something that I did have for a while was a vacuum with a UV light. I think it was a UVB or UVC. It might've been a UVC, but there was a UV light underneath the bottom of my vacuum cleaner. And as I'd go very, very slowly over my floor, it would kill all of the germs and vacuum them up. <laughs> In fact, I think I have that, that vacuum cleaner in Detroit unless someone took it. But yeah, it's, that was my vacuum for a while. It was pretty cool and it did work. Now, if you, um, have an extra three or $400 lying around, you could go on eBay and look for a rainbow vac. They won't say vacuum. They'll say rainbow air filtration system or something. But you can look up rainbow vacuum. A lot of people call it a vacuum, even though technically it's not. Go get a used one. You can get it fixed for under $100 if um, it isn't. But you, you find out. Just make sure you get one with a HEPA filter. That's a new HEPA filter. Um, you could buy a new one for like 40, 50 bucks. And you could install it yourself or have a, a rainbow dealer do it for like 20 bucks. Okay. I used to sell rainbows and they are the absolute best. You can cleanse your air, your curtains, your fabrics, your everything with it. And they're the best. They're literally the best. You could not even vacuum anything. Just put in the fresh water in the pan in the bottom, turn it on. And in an hour, your whole living room and kitchen and dining room area, you know, would be completely, all the air would be filtered through the water and bada boom, bada bing. It's completely pure, especially the ones, the newer ones with the HEPA filter, uh, brand new, they cost almost $2,000. So that's why I said, just go get an old one. If, and if you get a really old one from the sixties, they still work. These things are built to last. They're better than an army tank and they will definitely pull out all the viruses and bacteria 
out of everything and traps it in the water and then you just go outside and dump it on the ground (laughs) or you dump it down your toilet and flush it away so these are really excellent it's the best the best thing I could I mean I wish I had a vac of a rainbow with me here um I know in every continent there are rainbow dealers so you could go find a used one at your local rainbow dealer as well all right so we have a little bit extra time I'm trying to go so fast there's so much information to get through (laughs) so now I want to go through some um, other things so on the whole journey.com they have some information about how to keep your home environment safe so that you can have transformative effects and stay healthy so this is cool high quality candles like I said uh, high oxygen producing toxin absorbing plants Wow did you even ever think about that I did not before today know that and then essential oils that open your senses calm your nerves and actually kill airborne bacteria and viruses which we already discussed so we're gonna go to the high oxygen producing toxin absorbing plants okay um, let me see there's a list here I thought this was neat they say NASA tested and approved clean air machines okay first of all I want to let you know that the rainbow is NASA tested and approved and it is how they keep all their equipment clean so if it's good enough for NASA it's probably good enough for your household just want to say um, that's why I was so excited when I, I first went to the meeting. I'm like, Oh my God, this is like a new low for me. And then I learned about the product. I was like, Holy crap. This is literally the absolute 100% best on the market period. <laughs> the only thing that that vacuum will not pick up is talcum powder because it cannot get wet. Did you guys know that? Isn't that weird? like baby powder cannot get wet and it gets inside your carpet and it goes deep deep down and it destroys the fibers every time you walk on it don't ever use baby powder it's terrible for you if you have a baby switch over to cornstarch (laughs) and if you use baby powder for yourself use cornstarch add the essential oils and it's gonna smell so much better than baby powder anyway so anyway uh, just to get over to this okay um, so Peace lilies um, are native to Central and South America. They're easy to maintain. They're among the top house plants that will purify your air quality in your home. And now all plants do absorb carbon dioxide and they do release oxygen. Okay, so that is always helpful. But there's some that are better than others. Now NASA spent two years testing 19 different common house plants for their ability to remove pollutants from the air peace lilies is the number one okay it re- it removes um, all three types of the most common VOCs or volatile organic compounds formaldehyde benzene and trichloroethylene <sighs> never said that word before but peace lilies baby <laughs> They uh, effectively remove benzene, okay? That's excellent. That's really cool. All right, so other top-ranking houseplants on NASA's clean air machine list are English ivy, Gerbera daisies, pot mums, and bamboo palm. 
and you can read uh, this on thewholejourney.com forward slash and remember there's a dash between each word what NASA has to say about your house plants plus finding healthy I don't know it's like super long so go to the whole journey and just look up NASA house plants <laughs> and you'll be able to find it English ivy, gorbera daisies, pot moms, bamboo palm, and it says that they clean the air and electromagnetic frequencies sound familiar. Yes, right? All right, um, let's see. Now we have the top 10 natural viral antiviral agents on OAND.org or OAND.org. And that's the name of the article is top 10 natural antiviral agents. Okay. We're going to go down. We're not going to go through, uh, why they are, but we're going to go through it really quick. Colloidal silver. I already mentioned elderberry and it says, it says taking 60 milliliters a day of elderberry, probably not in wine, but maybe it's an extract and it binds to the tiny spikes on a virus protein and that are used to pierce invade healthy cells and it destroys the spikes so that the virus becomes ineffective. It even has been effective against herpes and HIV. Okay. Echinacea is supporting of the immune system garlic. Now this is something you need to know. Most garlic you find in, in grocery stores. My son did research on this. He said, Oh my God, mom, we have to be careful. Garlic is imported from bum, 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 China. Holy crap, right? Don't buy garlic or, um, uh, ginger unless it is grown locally. Don't buy stuff. I mean, don't think, oh, I'm going to be healthy. Garlic will save me from the virus when the outside of the garlic might have the virus on it. It's scary, right? So just be very careful. Uh, green tea also, it um, inhibits viral infections by blocking the enzymes that allow viruses to reproduce. And it's also been effective in hepatitis B, virus herpes, and HIV has been inhibited by green tea licorice that holds um has a substance called glycerin it reduces replication of viruses and halts their ability to penetrate and replicate inside healthy cells so just licorice root baby just get some licorice tea it's weird but it's like that black licorice flavor if you can't stand it use some of the other ones i'm telling you olive leaf oil oh my god this is so harsh like it tastes so yucky but if you get olive leaf oil just hold your breath trust me on this it's going to help enormously okay it's um in laboratory tests including influenza herpes polio and coxsackie that sounds like a made-up word viruses (laughs) this substance blocks the production of enzymes that allow the viruses to replicate olive leaf oil and the leaves of olive trees absolutely help, okay? It inhibits virus viruses. Pau Diarco, P-A-U-D apostrophe A-R-C-O. Okay, this is also known as tapacho. It is an Amazon tree. Oh, yeah, I do know it comes from here. The inner bark treats colds, influenza, herpes, and stomatis, the viral stomatis. So 
It has kenoids and inhibits virus replication and damages the RNA and the DNA inside the viral proteins. So that's awesome. St. John's wort, if you are not taking, if you don't need a lot of cheese and you're not taking an MAO inhibitor already because it is an MAO inhibitor, but St. John's wort hypericum porphyratum is well known for its ability to treat obviously depression and nerve pain, neuralgia, but it also has um, chemicals that will help you fight viruses. And um, let's see, it has helped with herpes, HIV, and hepatitis C. So those are big time things to put on your grocery list ASAP. Okay. So again, um, today.com, they have a series of uh, 17 immune boosting foods to help you get through um, cold and flu season. Okay. We're going to just say what they are really quick. Ginger tea, oranges, water. Yeah. You need in order to get rid of stuff, you need to drink a lot, stay hydrated. Okay. Drink a lot of water. Greek yogurt has a probiotics. Now remember your gut is 70% of your immune system. You have to have enough positive, good, um, antiviral fighting bacteria, right? I mean, you have to have the good bacteria in your gut. So Greek yogurt, all fermented foods, all fermented foods, sauerkraut will help you with this, you know, uh, Greek yogurt for sure, for sure. Everything my son and I ate today is, is helpful in fighting viruses and boosting the immune system. But Greek yogurt is absolutely filled with protein and probiotics. Do not get Greek yogurt with sugar or flavors in it. Buy it plain, 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 not vanilla, just plain. And then chop up your vegetables. I mean vegetables. I'm sorry. Chop up your fruit and add it back in. If you don't want fruit in it or you don't have fruit, um, put in honey, which is another antibacterial. So put in honey with it. I like to put a cacao powder. That's just like chocolate cocoa powder, but there's no, um, without any, uh, uh, sugar in it. And, but you know, mix out with honey, um, just to have chocolate yogurt. Why not? You know, if you're, if you're in a pinch, you could add a little bit of instant coffee to it, you know, have coffee, you know, have cappuccino yogurt. It's really good. Blueberries filled with antioxidants. You know, this stuff. Um, I know you do. Everyone knows this, right? Ginseng tea. Ginseng is very good. Treats upper respiratory tract infections, colds and influenza. Keep, go buy some ginseng tea. Keep it on hand. Tomatoes full of vitamin C and lycopene and all kinds of good stuff. Um, wild salmon. Wild salmon is good for you because of the zinc. We're going to go over in a minute all the things that contain zinc. Dark chocolate. Heavy, high concentrates of dark chocolate. They have, it has theobromine in it. It's an antioxidant and it actually alleviates coughing. So, Hey, but yes, um, chocolate for sure. Broccoli, extra virgin olive oil, green tea. I think I just read green tea somewhere else. (laughs) It's also one of the five best teas for weight loss as well. Spinach, whole grain bread. Um, it has anti-inflammatory properties. Well, whole grains. Yeah. If they're wheat, no, not so much. 
that's from me, but, um, it does allow though for the production of healthy bacteria. And this is true. The bacteria in your gut eats, um, well, the grains, but also more so the green leafy vegetables. So eat your Greek yogurt, you know, in the morning, but in the evening, make sure you have a green leafy vegetables to feed the good bacteria that just got into your system. You know, throw them a party, welcome them with spinach dip (laughs) made with Greek yogurt, maybe eggs, especially the egg yolks have vitamin D, which is important for your immune system. Garlic again, just ignore, um, ignore it if it's from China, but garlic just absolutely, you could go to the health food store though and buy garlic capsules, but I prefer fresh garlic. You could just eat the cloves like candy. Um, you're going to smell. I'm just going to tell you if you do that, but you'll, you will get really better really fast. Um, and 17 is apples. Remember an apple a day keeps the doctor away. So, um, now this is, let's see. What was this? Uh, how to kill a virus in the kitchen. (laughs) This is from East Texas PainRelief.com. This chiropractor has amazing articles on health and what to do to be a healthy individual. Now check this out. Oysters, beef, pork chops, black-eyed peas, pumpkin seeds, all have zinc. Now zinc helps keep viruses from attaching to the cells and prevents them from replicating. Zinc levels in your body might take time to build up. So, Hey, you start eating it right now. Okay. Supplement early. If you have to supplement, right? Zinc gluconate lozenges have been shown to have the most antiviral power when you take them at the beginning of a cold. So if you have too much zinc though, it can be toxic. So, you know, just make sure you're not overdoing it with the supplementation, but eating that, like just, just eating a hamburger or a steak, who knew that's actually really good for you. The zinc in that can help you pumpkin seeds. If you're a vegan or a vegetarian, black eyed peas. Oh, I love the black eyed peas. Of course, my grandma was from the South and we had to have black eyed peas quite often. And I make a mean dish of black eyed peas and I soak them for days because those little things are so hard. It takes them like four hours to boil, but, um, you boil them the night before and you let them soak in the hot water on the stove overnight. And then you rinse them like three times and then you boil them again for like four or five hours the next day. I like to add sereno peppers, some of the hottest peppers known to man. It'll burn your tongue clean off if you eat them directly. And you know, that with the, you know, garlic and just the spices, spice it up the way you like. I always like a Mexican style, but black eyed peas are excellent. And you know, combining that with a whole grain, like brown rice, it's like kind of a complete protein. Your body doesn't utilize all the protein, but that was my staple when I was a vegetarian. But you know, we know how that turned out. (laughs) I mean, but having that with like a turkey, you know, turkey or a piece of chicken or like a, a steak, that's an excellent idea. Sweet potatoes, winter squash, dark green veggies, um, carrots, anything with vitamin A, green and white tea, yogurt, apples, onion, broccoli, tomatoes. We already said that cabbage, onions. Um, yeah, cabbage contains glutamine that immune boosts your immune system. Okay. Um, watermelon also. So yay. Love that red peppers, chilies. Yeah. I was just saying peppers. 
Okay, and Brussels sprouts, cauliflower, citrus fruits, anything with vitamin C will actually help your immune cells. Okay, and mushrooms, I'm always for psilocybin mushrooms, (laughs) not what he means. Um, They have vitamin D and selenium. Almonds are, and other nuts and seeds are good for a source of protein as well as vitamin E. And vitamin E is very good to ward off viral infections. Chicken soup is a natural antibacterial. It's an anti-inflammatory um, as well. And I believe it is an antiviral. It's just an antimicrobial soup. So you just put uh, chicken with all the veggies that are good for you. I mean, I love a good chicken stew, like an Irish stew. You know, I make it with beer <laughs> or a little shot of whiskey. That's that's my deal. But you don't have to do it with that. You can do it just with you know, high quality water and, but chicken soup has carnosine in it, which helps fight off the flu virus. It helps it in the early stages and it's an anti-inflammatory. So you're going to feel better overall. Wild caught salmon. Again, he's saying that in the other article said that too. So you have to nourish your, um, immune system and start feeding your body for your good health. Now, 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 because if the coronavirus gets to your community, you want to be able to remain there, you know, after it's long gone. Hopefully they're going to find a cure for this thing, hopefully. But in the meantime, these, all of these things I told you will arm you to the teeth and you will be safe and your family will be safe and your animals will be Safe. Uh, remember this rife frequency, though, from the uh, frequency heals. That right now they do have a coronavirus um, one. It's three minutes and one second long, so go check that out. Play it on the loudspeaker so everything in your house, if it's anywhere in the air, it will kill it. All right. I love you guys. I'm so grateful that you're listening to the show and you're telling your friends. I see the numbers growing every day. I'm really grateful for that. I really need this to work because I want to continue to bring good information for you guys in the future. So thank you so much for your donations and your listener support and for spreading the word about Metaphysical Soul Speak, the podcast. If you have any suggestions for the future, please write me at metaphysicalsoulspeak at gmail.com. I have not been able to view my messages for like a week because my phone is absolutely dead. Dead as a doornail. In about four days, I'll get it fixed and everything will be back on track again. And I'll be able to get back to, uh, I know several people have written me about being a guest on the show and I'm getting to everybody as I can and in the order in which I was talked to about <laughs> people being guests. So we're, we're going to get there. We're going to get there. So, okay. Um, that's it. Wow. We did it. I, I can't believe I got through like eight pages of information, but I just had like a little blurb on every page to get through on the internet. Plus the crammed notations I took in my notebook here. So, um, I want you guys to be healthy. I want to be healthy. I did this show for you guys, but I know I'm going to go back and listen to it myself and take notes if I need to. If I'm like, what did I say about that one thing? Yeah, okay. (laughs) But I was inspired today. I'm like, you know what? I'm not going to sit around and be scared. I am going to be proactive and I'm going to give you guys the information to help you be proactive in your life too. 
no fear. Don't live in fear. Just live in the light, (laughs) the UVC light. (laughs) Um, It's, it is what it is. You know, we live in a crazy world and we got to learn how to navigate it. And I hope that for whatever, um, you know, for whatever reason, you know, however, um, whatever you're doing in your life and wherever you live, I hope that this episode gave you a lot more in your arsenal about, you know, for fighting against viruses and bacteria and the flu and the cold and all those things keep you and yours safe. Anyway, um, I'll be back tomorrow, just like always with all unique and original programming, but right now I'm signing off with peace and joy and the high vibes of the Holy Fifth Dimension. Until next time, guys, peace. Metaphysical Soul Speak is run on sponsors and listener support. This means listeners like you. If you are so inclined to support my efforts and my little podcast, please visit me at anchor.fm forward slash metaphysical and pledge an amount of your choosing today. Thank you.